All right, uh, more on this Baylor hire of a new defensive coordinator. Matt Pallage is in at defensive coordinator. Paul Kaharski joining us now. And uh, Paul and I go way back to our blogging days at ESPN.com. Me on the <coughs> NFC East. Paul likes that. Uh, oh, he gets in there on that uh, on the South. And I mean, Paul, I got to tell you, this was. Uh, uh, I've always I've admired. I was just looking at your Twitter. I mean, over a hundred thousand followers. My goodness, you just keep running up the score, and uh, you can follow Paul now. PaulKaharski.com. He's also been a radio personality in Nashville for a good while. Paul, are you are you getting excited about tonight's game? Is there is there any sort of build up to this one, or have the fact that uh, the Titans are resting all their players and trying out a new quarterback? Has that taken the air out of the uh, any kind of buildup to this one? Here's how exciting it is, Matt. I, I want to stay on hold um, after our, our conversation to hear about that defensive coordinator at Baylor. <laughs> we can accommodate you in that, by the way. No, it's <laughs> never uh, – the NFL is never that boring to me that I would want to hear anything about – uh, a defense coordinator at any college, oh, um, you... but yeah, I mean it's a, it's a bye week for them pretty much. And look, they're, they're not just resting these people. I mean, they are beat up to hell. They've used a hundred. Um, I don't have the stat in front of me. They've used more people the last two seasons than anybody. They've used ninety-one last season. I think they're at eighty-two this season. They can't stay healthy. Um, and even healthy this year at seven and three, it was fool's gold. It was easy, Matt, to look ahead. Paul, we're uh, we're I don't know where you are right now. You may be uh, surely it's too early to be getting over there close to the stadium, but uh, we lost you there for a second. Do you have me back? okay? Yeah, yeah, All you're right. back. It was, I think <laughs> it was easy to see them losing to Cincinnati, Philadelphia, the Chargers the Cowboys. It was hard to see them winding up in a divisional battle with Jacksonville. And mm-hmm. right now they're going to try to get as healthy as they can, uh, go to Jacksonville next weekend, win a game, win a division. Yeah, they're not going anywhere in the playoffs if they do. And it's hard to imagine they'd lose their six, six tr- straight tonight and find some winning recipe on the last weekend of the season. Boy, it's one way. This is one way to make people appreciate Tannehill more uh, you, uh, your report of seeing this uh, earlier today, Paul, just an hour or so ago, uh, that sitting Malik Willis tonight is in no way about protecting him for next week, which I think maybe some people were, were led to believe. Titans want to see if they might have something better for Jacksonville, considering how bad he's been. So, I mean, I got to tell you, as somebody covers the Cowboys and, and kind of casually knew what Malik Willis was up to, we're always kind of like, well, it's a young quarterback. That'd be kind of fun to see what Malik Willis looks like. Have you already seen enough of Malik Willis to kind of know what it, it is? And is it almost kind of like, I mean, are, are people already giving up on him? Or is it just kind of like, hey, this guy needs an offseason to maybe get his feet back under him? Where where are the Titans with uh, Malik Willis? Well, it's hard not to have recency bias and think that he can't do it. Yeah. Um, but he, he certainly can't do it now. Um, mm. I, I mean, 
and they haven't done a good job designing stuff around him. I mean, he ran 11 RPOs last week um, in a loss against the worst team in the league, Houston. They got 111 yards off that, 10.7 a play, and they got under four a play on everything else they ran. So why aren't they running more RPOs with the guy who can't really um, throw it in a traditional drop-back setting? It's beyond me. Offensive coordinator here has got to be in trouble. He's been really bad the last two years, Todd Downing. Um, but, I mean, he's nowhere near ready to play. And they're, to me, you know, even if the guy's not ready to play, uh, starts three games, you would see, I think, Matt, a little bit more than we've seen on some special plays where you go, okay, there, there it is. Uh, it's just a matter of time until, uh, you know, he figures some things out and they figure out how to use them and, and you could see an inkling. I've seen the inkling. And, you know, there's a reason he fell all the way to the third round. Um, you know, people would look to Steve McNair and say, well, you know, he sat two years coming out of a small mm-hmm. school. It took him a while. I don't think in this day and age, in, in this week, you get that, that kind of time. Um, and so they're at a crossroads with Tannehill in terms of what they have to do to rebuild this team. They could save 18.8 if they cut them this year and only have about 17 dead money. But I don't think you can go forward into next year, no matter what degree of rebuild you're doing with Malik Willis as your quarterback. So they've got big decisions to make, starting with who their new GM is going to be. Yeah, and that, that firing of the GM, uh, Robinson, uh, happened you know in the middle of the season. So that's always kind of interesting. Talking to Paul Kaharski, paulkaharski.com. Com on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Do you see any scenario where the Titans could, whether it's rallying around Dobbs, whether it's maybe they have enough on defense to make some plays, get some takeaways, Dak has had a penchant for turning the ball over. Is there any scenario in your mind where this is an actual ball game tonight? I believe the line is sitting at about 12 and a half as we which is a large they, line for an NFL game. I think they need to get 14 points from the defense and the special teams and that the Cowboys would have to play horribly for the Titans to pull off uh, a miracle today and I think nobody would be more surprised than the Titans if if they somehow found a way to lose this game and if and if uh, to win this game and if Dallas loses this game, uh, you know, get out your uh, your notebook to, to rank it amongst the five worst regular season losses they've had in, <laughs> you know, Jerry in the Jerry Jones era. Oh, man, you're not very hopeful for this. Will this be a, a, a massive Cowboys crowd, the fact that, you know, everybody yeah. kind of gets their crack at them? Are they going to take over the stadium this evening? It would have been anyway. Uh, this city, um, you know, Titans have been here since uh, 97. They've been the Titans since 99. Even when the Titans are good, and they've been good for the better part of five years, um, teams that travel well and that have national fan bases tend to infiltrate this stadium pretty regularly. Um, my 13-year-old son went to a uh, – Dave and Buster's slash um, birthday sleepover tonight at a friend's, and he wanted to buy him a, a basketball jersey today. We ran out this afternoon, 
And uh, at Lids, the guy was answering phone calls about what Cowboys jerseys he had available. And I saw a couple guys in Cowboys jerseys walking around. So people were getting ready to uh, be appropriately dressed tonight. Teams with much lesser national fan bases than the Cowboys have filled up the seats in the front, uh, front row behind the visitors' bench. And uh, people are disgusted here with the turn of events. Um, and and I think given a choice between it's given them away, a lot of people uh, are more attractive than it was uh, the woeful Texans when it was the coldest game, uh, coldest home game in franchise history. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. The GM gets fired. You say the O coordinator is in trouble. We'll see what happens against Jacksonville. Could the head coach, um, uh, who you've uh, known over the years, I've kind of seen you all go back and forth in news conferences, press conferences. Uh, could there be a change at head coach, uh, knowing there's always more changes than we even anticipate after these uh, after these NFL seasons, I think it would be a huge mistake. He he's terrific. At worst, he's the ninth best head coach in the league. I think the Colts would snatch him up in a second, and he would kick the Titans' ass for ten years uh, and shift the balance of power between those two teams back in Indianapolis's direction. Uh, I mean, he's made some mistakes this year, no doubt. But the number one thing this franchise has going on is roster's not good enough. And Amy Adams Strunk made the move that addressed the person that was in charge of that. Mike Crable's a terrific head coach. He's got some things to get in order. But the the chance that she could do better than him is zero. Um, And I think people would be lining up to hire him. The, The two of them just signed five years extensions in February. She's eating John Robinson's. She'd be crazy to eat Mike Grable's. He he should be an institution here. He's a great coach, having a bad year that's been dictated mm-hmm. by a bad roster, bad depth, and terrible injuries that they've got to get to the bottom of. Why wouldn't the Titans go after the Cowboys' great GM? I mean, <laughs> why does he never get interviewed by anybody? He's such a... I mean, he, he amasses great talent. This is an incredible rookie class, yet no one ever wants to interview the Cowboys GM. Have you noticed that? Well, I, I don't think Jerry Jones is available, but what's the, what's the uh, guy's name and person? Oh, Will, Will, now, Will McClay would be another story. That would be... Now, my understanding yeah. from what I've, you know, the little research I've done is that it'd be really hard to get him to leave Dallas. True. Yeah, but but for the right price, and everybody has somewhat of an ego, and you can never truly be th- seen as the guy in Dallas. There's no way. Now he yeah. he probably makes great money. What the power yeah. dynamics going to be here? Vrabel certainly going to, I would think, be the stronger of the two. You know, I think it's still a, an attractive job. Owner stays out of the way for the most part. They got a new stadium coming in 2026. Uh, you know, after they sort through this salary cap. Stuff. I think they'll be in pretty good shape. They're going to have to find a quarterback, um, and this GM will be working with a, a really good head coach, as I said. So, and it's one of 32 jobs, you know. But a guy yeah. like him, uh, you know, he's in a pretty good situation, sitting at the right hand of uh, of, uh, of an owner who, you know, um, is willing to do anything. 
um, but they haven't won in a long time, obviously, on, on a grand scale. Paul, have a good night. I look for any excuse to catch up with you. And uh, uh, I, I thought about you the other night. There was a piece of mail that came in from your alma mater and uh, at Columbia here at the house for my daughter. And, and, you know, when you see something like that, it gets your attention. But I immediately thought of you, and I thought, man, Paul would like knowing there's some mail ending up from his alma mater. Um, well, dude, so. I know that you have done exceptionally well. But if you could afford to send her there, you've done far, far better than I am. <laughs> no, we need some scholarships to to really come into play here. But uh, listen, it was uh, fun. I'm going to have my producer now uh, put you on hold, and I want to I want you to be able to hear about Baylor's new defensive coordinator, Matt Pallage. So stand by, if you would. Yeah, yeah, that light will stay flashing in three, two. Good night. Good night. There he goes. Paul Kuharski, my old uh, my old buddy from our ESPN.com blogging days, he had the Titans and the Colts and that whole, the uh, AFC South, and I had the NFC East. Aaron, did he just hang up on us? He did. <laughs> is, that, is that almost kind of like... See, that's the opposite of Kevin. Have you ever noticed Kevin will just try to take over and say the goodbye for me? <laughs> Longquist. All right, it is time for something we call. We got to get if if we're going to have Paul on again, we got to get his phone straightened out. We're not. We're we're never going to put up with that nonsense again. 